Hey, and welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball with your host, Dr. Don, the killer pickler and sex therapist, and me, Tony, the sidekick who asks the questions, gets the news and all the updates, and all the pickleball annex you can handle. And now, it's Dr. Don. Hi, y'all. This is Dr. Don, Getting Down with the Pickleball. Now, some of you may relate to this, or it might have happened to you. So here goes my first volley. Volley. It is gossip on the pickleball court. And wow, if you become that person who has all the attention that you're being gossiped about, it's not a great place to be. (laughs) So uh, let me tell you about a story that happened to a friend of mine as well as myself. So I was on the court the other day and a friend of mine came up to me and she said, did you hear the gossip about me? And I was like, no, I I didn't hear it because she basically plays more at night. I play in the morning and once in a while we'll go out for lunch or meet for happy hour or something. So I said, no, I I don't know. What what was the gossip about? And she said that she was in a tournament with uh, her partner who happens to be a guy, and his wife or ex-wife also plays at the club. And somehow the ex-wife was spreading a rumor about my friend that her and her partner were dating. Now, this might not have been a problem, I guess, if she was single, but even if she was single, it still was a little bit weird. And so she uh, she was pretty upset about it because a couple people started asking her, well, are you going out with him? What's going on? And she finally just called up the woman and said, hey, I, I'm not going out with your ex-husband and I don't appreciate you spreading gossip around, but it spread pretty quick like wildfire. Interestingly enough, I had a situation where gossip started going around with me that a particular person that I was playing pickleball with, many people thought that we were married, which was really funny because uh, I just don't know. I I didn't see that it looked like we were married. We were just friends. Sure. But I guess we had this banter back and forth that was easy and casual, like we'd known each other for a long time. People just started assuming that he and I were married. And it got to the point where a couple of people asked, so how long have you been married for? And that's when I went, all right, enough is enough. We're not married. We're just friends. But then the coach decided to take it a step further and continued to say, Oh, yeah, you guys are married. How long have you been going out? So it became kind of a little thing at the club until I set him up with a girlfriend of mine who happens to be a pickleball player at the club. And they started dating and they're continuing to date and enjoying the relationship. So that kind of put that uh, little rumor to rest for me. And now for my second serve. Second serve. Let's talk about gossip and how it can take place anywhere. And it's usually not fun being the brunt of it. I know in my practice as a sex therapist, gossip can sometimes really get out of hand and hurt a relationship, hurt a marriage. One of the situations that I remember is clients came to me after... I guess the rumor or gossip had started that he was having an affair on his wife in the office. Oh my God. That rumor kind of took over. Things got out of hand. And so they ended up in my office discussing what was real and what wasn't real. And so that's just an example of how gossip can really hurt a marriage or relationship. I know some of you probably, I don't know, in your past or a situation arose where maybe an ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend or high school sweetheart tried to reach out to you on Facebook 
how maybe you were with a spouse or a relationship and how that could have started kind of a rumor mill or a gossip mill. And and that's something that takes place as well. So I always say, be careful when you're posting on social media. You never know who's paying attention and who's watching. So, you know, just be careful with that. You can bring that gossip onto yourself. Current events and hot topics of the day. Another issue that I think that's really getting out of hand is affecting our younger generation is this idea of people transitioning to another gender. And in my time, I helped quite a few people that had issues with their sexuality, which I would call at the time a gender confusion or sexual confusion is really what the term was. And back then it was perhaps called transsexual, not transgender. What the fuck? (laughs) So I don't know when things changed, but when it changed to transgender, it kind of opened up this big idea that you could have many genders when really it was somebody who was confused about their sexuality transitioning from one gender to the other, and it was a period of transition. That's what it was called. And what happened is many of the people that I counseled, they never actually even got into taking the hormones, and not one of them ended up having a sex change. And in fact, one of the ideas or how I helped them to figure out where they needed to be was to say, hey, you know, you're feeling like this. Why don't you dress up as that sex for a while? Why don't you, you know, go out in the world and and see how it feels? And if this is something that you really feel is calling out to you or that you feel is right for you, then we can talk about hormone therapy. But it seems like that's not even a conversation that's being had anymore. And so many of those people, like I said, never even got to the point of hormone therapy. They literally were just confused about what turned them on, uh, maybe certain ideas of sexuality or that they were attracted to the same sex. So there's all this that can play into it, but it doesn't mean that you need to jump on the bandwagon of uh, going to hormone therapy and certainly not removing body parts. I mean, this is kind of an extreme thing which is going on. And the real scary thing about this is we're talking about children now. And people don't realize it not only affects the body, it affects the mind. Think about women who have a menstruate, what happens to them when they go through menstruation or What happens to men if they take testosterone or women if they take testosterone? That's what they came up with, roid rage. How about when someone's going through menopause? These are all things that can cause you to think differently. A kid that goes through the second stage of development, which is called puberty, that has a big effect on how their mind develops and how they act as well. So how can we say that a child can really know who they are or what they are until they have gone through the second stage of development and until they have actually become an adult and have experienced life. This is really um, something that has gotten out of hand and hopefully more people will be aware of this problem and as parents try to fight back, try to do something about it. Now for a funny story in the pickleball world. It's time for Pickleball News. I stumbled onto an article titled Pickleball Derangement Syndrome is Now a Phenomenon. So it was just uh, something that caught my attention. And I'm just going to read the article to you because it's kind of funny. So here it goes. 
Pickleball derangement syndrome is a phenomenon where individuals become obsessed with the sport to the point where it interferes with their daily lives. This can manifest in playing for hours, joining multiple leagues, and traveling to pickleball camps. I'm starting to think they're talking about me. Uh, But finding court space is a significant challenge as tennis players also compete for access, with court rentals costing up to $100 per hour. Despite the challenges, many players find the sport a source of joy and connection. The social aspects of the game provide a sense of community and support, while others enjoy the combination of strategy, athleticism, and socialization. While pickleball derangement syndrome may be a real issue, many have found meaning and excitement throughout the sport. As the game's popularity continues to grow, it will be interesting to see how communities and players adapt to the challenges that come with it. And that's my Big Pickle of the Day. Big Pickle of the Day. We will be back with some more interesting information with my co-host, Tony, as we banter back and forth about today's topics. Hi, and welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball. This is Tony, as she always kind of alludes to. I jump in right after her big monologue. Today seemed to be a... uh, Longer one, but a better one for me. So that was nice. A couple, three good topics, I think. We'll get through them. But doctor, gossiping on the court. Is that beyond junior (laughs) high-ish? Yeah, it's high school-ish, actually. Okay, so it is beyond junior high. Uh, Yeah, it's just a little bit beyond junior high. The next grade. Okay. All right. These are, you know, grown-ass people. These are, you know, these are pretty much adult. I know that doesn't really ever change much over the years. So these trends seem to happen anywhere. It could be within uh, the band. It could be within teams. Even though you guys aren't a team, or I don't think you're a team, you guys play together mainly with whomever. Is that correct? Right. You You don't play with one specific person all the time and then you guys try to plumble other teams. If it's- you're if you're on a league, you do. That's what happened with my friend. She was on a league with this gentleman and, and that's, that's how they yeah. found out. Ho, right. ho, ho, even worse. So she finds out. I think you told me off mic the other day about this story, but it was a little bit more juicier than <laughs> no. Well, uh, no, not really. I mean, it, it just was kind of, I was happy that my friend didn't let it go on for a while. And she, she called the woman up and kind well, of said, hey, you know. Right. Did she know this lady too? I, I believe so. I believe the she's ex-wife? in the club okay. also. All right. Hmm. Well, just to even have that at a golf club, those guys always, they gossip more than women, truly. But when you go to the court, you're not, at, I guess a lot of people might go there just to have that going on or what they find out and then what they can relay Well, I I think when you have uh, people that have exes, which is kind of funny, a couple of them do have ex-spouses, ex-girlfriends that go to the same club. So you're playing with them and you don't really know that they're their exes until something like this maybe comes up and then you're like, oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, it's a bit childish, but whenever you get like emotions and obviously anytime there's a breakup, there's going to be still maybe some hurt emotions or some feelings still there. So things just come about. You're kind of relaying to us that this is a commonality at the court. I mean, it could be, but this is the first time that I heard of an ex saying, oh, you know, you're going out with my ex-spouse and making a big deal about it. What happened to me, my personal thing was more, you know, it was funny. It wasn't like, 
people just thought that I was married to uh, this friend who I was playing pickleball with. People just started assuming it and it got out and everyone's like, no, that's your husband. Yeah, or but that's that your has boyfriend. to start somewhere. So somehow there's that one, you know, spark that creates this gossiping going around. So what was that? Was it one time you guys hugged a little longer? He kissed you on the cheek? It made it look like more than just buddies? I think we just had this joking ease with each other. And when you're playing with a partner, you don't usually come out and say, hey, you know, you messed up on that shot and you're a little harder on them. But I think spouses would do that with each other. So, well, you know, Martin and Lewis, <laughs> Abbott Costello, those guys, killer relationship banter. Uh, let's see, what's a really good, you can't say Shields and Yarnell because they were mimes. So they really didn't <laughs> say much. So no banter there. But I'm trying to think of a, okay, like, you know, Lucy and Ricky, they look, even with their banter, they still have a little, oh, thing. Right. So did that, is that why someone said it about you that, so you, someone just caught you guys making out somewhere? No, that never happened. <laughs> okay, so it never happened. But maybe, you know, a kiss on the cheek or a big hug or, you you know, whatever it was. And someone took that as, oh, I thought they were just friends, but no. Yeah, maybe mm. some innocent flirting, but not on my part. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, okay. So, but this lady took it the one step further and gets on the phone and calls her. Yeah. So now one, we've got good right. drama. Now we have a little <laughs> thing. And plus, if they play well, against each other one time. But yeah, but this is And the then diff- they're just banging each other. <laughs> no, oh, but the situation. Might look good, but that's not what I was talking about. Banging and pickleball. Yes. So for her, it was like it's going around. She's a married woman. She's playing in a, in a tournament or, or playing in a league with this guy. So the ex-wife of him is saying stuff about her. When, okay, whatever, if she was single, it might not have been what up, that See, big of a like deal. it's like the world turns. But she was married, so. As the pickleball turns. <laughs> this is crazy stuff. This is the drama stuff that gets everyone off point, and it's not even as fun as it should be. Gossiping in sports usually relates to the sport, though. Like the Amroids, I heard that they're making a, a deal, a trade, they're uh, they're jumping ship. They're some personal things, but more like biz stuff. A little bit like, oh, who is that person? They're supposed to be a professional, this and that, and uh, you know, but really not much. I mean, okay, so it, more basically, you know, juicy drama, relationship stuff. Nothing really about pickleball. Like, ooh, that guy swapped paddles with someone. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. It's like, ooh, I see those two together. Are they sleeping with each other? Or that person's with that person's husband. Is something going on? You know, the typical, like I was telling you what happened with some of my clients, the gossip that ruined their marriage, or you get on Facebook and somebody's talking to an ex-girlfriend and the wife comes on and sees that. I mean, and that gets out of control. So. Right. That's tough in the workplace, but there you go. There, it's close proximity. Mm-hmm. Like, and I guess it doesn't really have to be just pickleball. It's any kind of uh, team or uh, sport activity. Well, like you said, that. when you go to the gym, you're like, that place is oh. the biggest pickup joint ever. It's the meat market of life. It's cheers in the morning yeah. for, non, for <laughs> non-alcoholic. Well, I guess they're all hungover. They, they just don't serve liquor there, right? It's just a right. bar. Oh, my God, if they did. Right. In between in between sets, everyone's, yeah. oh, did you see that? Did you check? Oh, she really? I love watching the women at the gym. 
checking out and doing meow on the other women. I, I never get the whole full makeup deal. You're at the gym. You know, don't worry about it. You're going to sweat it off anyway. No one wants to see Tammy Faye while they're working out. It looks disgusting, but a lot of them show up. They're there not to work out. Well, no, they're there they, to be they, seen. They work out, but they also want to be seen. Oh my God, they work out with five pounds. I go, oh yeah, I'm so done. Oh, can you help me put this back, Sonny? <laughs> they're cute. Well, the young ones don't care. But man, the stuff they wear at the gym today is insane. It's like, you can't go any higher for girl shorts anyway. Guys don't care. They're in their baggies. Or when I go, it's like, you know, long shorts, a big sweatshirt, you know, but the girls, they wear the newest fashions or the newest styles, or they make up their own style. Okay. So are we going to get back to pickleball? No. (laughs) This is cool. This is what people really want to hear. We get so far off track, Tony. We were talking the gym. We were talking the gossip uh-huh. at gym. We were talking gossiping. So let's talk about, um, yeah, your clients. Okay. What are you referring to? Uh, the couple that seemed to work together. Or no, you worked with the guy who was starting to see someone in the office. It was obvious that they might have been having an affair. Wife ends up, but I think they came to you to- it, it happened before they came to me. So then they came to me because that's when they needed to repair their marriage. Okay. And there's a lot more to it. But that was just an example of some of the problems that happened with gossip. But and that turned out to be and, true. Yes, it did turn out to be true, but okay, it's a so lot now, more detailed than that. Yeah, bottom line, it was true. Yeah. So when the gossip started, everyone denies always at the beginning, especially mm-hmm. if it's true. They all, right. no, what are you, t- oh my God, we're just friends. Oh, he's not, he's married. So was the couple that you helped, one of them was working in an office that started that? routine or they both work together? Yeah, at the no, same? one of them. The okay. husband was working in the office and well, he had been doing stuff when he was traveling, but that's far away from home. And then he changed his routine when he got back and was in the office locally. Then he started up with someone, someone in the office. Right. And that's when she found out or perhaps someone in the office found out and she had to face okay, what so was really going on. And the woman, the, the wife, wife. That is now finding out or, or hearing the gossip in your experience, I mean, even maybe over at the pickleball uh, court, do do they let it go on for a while? They deny it so they don't want to believe it. They trust their other significant. So they're not even entertaining that idea until something triggers them or a red flag shows up. And you then know, they start. What happens is couples sometimes, they've been married for a while. They have arrangements. Perhaps the husband travels and maybe their intimate life is not really happening. And she just is like, whatever. He travels and he has sex with people that are nowhere near the house. But once it came to the office that was local and the people that knew her and so on and so forth, then she had to face what was really going on. And that's a different situation. That's embarrassing. That's so on and so forth. Right. You're saying that if he's on the road. Well, no, no. Nobody's going to know that knows them. Usually. But now they're in the office. So it's, you know, again, tight quarters. And let's say there's an office party and he brings the wife and the other person's there, and everyone on the office has been going, oh, no. Well, everyone in the tonight? office knows. So now right. she's got to be faced with, oh, he's been cheating on me with whatever. Let's just say the secretary, and everybody in the office knows, and now I feel like a fool. Because I'm the last to know. That's I'm always. A, well, I'm the well, last to know. Well, that's the tradition. Yeah. We got to keep tradition. <laughs> you got to keep the, you know, always the last to know. The one that is getting or going to get hurt the most is the last to know. Yes, But, you know, I was talking about in the monologue another situation, what's going on in our society. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, we're going to get to that. This was the antics part. Ah, this was the your stuff, which is a lot of stuff, and I can, like, cripple it down yeah. to nothing. Okay? <laughs> we can take out at least five minutes of this. Okay, we're going to be right back with Dr. Dawn, continuing on with the uh, love thoughts she had for the day. Talk about some other interesting topics, this gender thing for sure. And of course, my favorite part, the terms, they're coming up as well. So if you could just stick around, stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. Hang it up. And we're back here with Getting Down with the Pickleball with Dr. Don. I'm Tony. Thanks for uh, joining us on this next segment, which I think is kind of an off but cool topic, but bizarre. When you brought this up, especially from your time or even my time, this gender bender terming, how in the world did we get from, and you're in the biz of that, from where you were and what it was called, like a transsexual, I guess, or mm-hmm. we always called it trannies. That's all we thought. Wasn't anything weird. It was just what they were to what it is now. I mean, how psycho has it got? Oh, I think that it's been, it happened over the past 10 years because I remember working with people that uh, were confused with their sexuality. And some of them, it was just that they were aroused by certain things that maybe they thought were homosexual and they were heterosexual. And I would just talk to them and say, you know, maybe you were aroused by a sexual act. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's who you are or how you have to identify as that. And then some of it got a little more confusing where it was like, you know, I feel like maybe I'm talking to a man. Maybe I feel like I'm a female. So at that point, it was called transsexual and it was transitioning from one sex to the other, meaning there's two sexes. Transition, male to female, female to male. And then all of a sudden, the term changed to transgender. And I thought that was really, uh, I don't know who did it, but I feel like it was planned because once you put the word gender in, it's not scientific. It's not about the sexes anymore. And therefore you can add all kinds of different genders. I mean, but it really doesn't make sense if you think about how it started. On top of that, when I was working with with individuals who were confused and so on and so forth, it wasn't like, oh, you feel like, you know, you're a different sex. So you need to run out and go take hormones. And then after that, you need to chop off certain parts of your body. I mean, this is out of control. And now they're doing it to children and they're pushing it on children. And they're trying to pass these bills in the school system where if a kid feels like the parent isn't accepting them, that the state can come in and take the kid away from them. I mean, this is horrifying what's going on. Well, I was wanting to get to that because that's where it's changed into more in your face. Back in our day, man, it was still kind of hid, especially if any, if you know, because sometimes, you know, those lawyers on the weekend dress up like chicks and go to the Queen Mary, that's what they're into and that's what they do. But Monday through Friday. That's more of a person who's just uh, what you used to call transvestite. They're just a man who likes to dress up right. in his clothing. So we start there. Yeah. That's how it well, used to go. And then it became, now I am a female. I mean, I feel like a female. I felt like I was born a female. I was talking to one of your best friends growing up and they were always this way. And you thought like, yeah, you're a little femme, but we didn't think that. And then you're right. If they get to a point to where they're taking the um, the Hormone therapy. Right. And they're like, well, you know, I really want to be a full-time woman. So, skinip. Ow. How many times have you seen this? Oh, Gosh, I wish I hadn't done that. Mm-hmm. I want to be a man. And the suicide rate is out the door. Okay. I mean, but I will tell you the interesting thing is when I was counseling them, 
I said, why don't you dress up like, you know, the opposite sex for a period of time, live that life, you know, really get into it and see if that's how you feel. And that's what you want to be before you take hormone therapy, which people, you have to understand hormones are so powerful. Not only do they affect the body, they affect the way a person thinks and acts and And now they want to give this to children when they're kids. I mean, they don't even know about sexuality. Okay, right. But what freaks me out is the person, let's say they're the kindergarten teacher, and let's say they're young and they're going through that. I don't know what I am. I think I know what I am. I'm trying to be not what I was or what people think because I know inside I'm this way. They're as confused as anybody on the planet. And there they are teaching kids. They're the ones that are in front of all these kids. And they're bringing them down their road. Yeah, and, and you know what? When did school become a place other than teaching mathematics and history and all the basics that we need in life to now school is about teaching sexuality and what your gender may be? I mean, how did this even get introduced into the school system? This is the premise that's changed. Instead of choosing the best person for the job, they're yeah, all about totally. diversity. Or, that was or my that, next thing. Yeah. I mean, this, when thing. did that take place over who is the most qualified? Well, that was always to say about who isn't just the best man for the job, the best candidate that we got, whatever they are. Exactly. I don't care. I don't either. I, I don't care if you're gay and you and you're in the army and you're like one of the best soldiers of all time, good, be the guy next to me. I don't care. That has nothing to do with it. It only has to do with the confidence that you have and the ability of that person in that context only. So if they're a teacher, they're a math teacher, and they're doing geometry, how in the world do bathhouses come up? Yeah, or they're having uh, tranny story time. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Uh, what that was the a good hell? One. Yeah, some of the new stuff you see. I mean, great. my God, if they took the makeup off and the dress and all the frillies oh, off of these <laughs> men <laughs> and they're actually gyrating on these kids or in front of these kids, I mean, come on, parents. Seriously. No, that's why all those parents do that. That's why you see so many of them yelling at people. There's some good videos out there about it, but you're just saying the trend of why this has become an in-your-face topic all the time. And I really don't think it, listen, if you're a parent, it doesn't matter what side of the party that you're on, because I have a lot of friends in both parties. Whatever it is, when you're a parent, most of the people I talk to are not okay with this. They're not okay with the tranny story time. They're not okay with them pushing sex in the schools. They're very uncomfortable with it. All right, we're going to take a little break. Like I told you, there's some terms coming up. I want to talk about this interesting uh, pickleball news, which is kind of opening it up even bigger than it seems to be. Uh, it's known as the fastest growing sport in America. So when we get back, I'll throw some more stuff at the Don in the doctrineness of her world, and we'll figure out <laughs> a couple of things when we get done. Stay tuned. And we're back with getting down with the pickleball. I'm Tony with not my co-host, Dr. Don. Seems she only, you know, it's all about her. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't say you were my sidekick this time. Right. I was just not the sidekick. Yeah. But I was the co-host. Anyway, talking about kind of not being a co-host or a sidekick. <laughs> okay. Are these fanatics, I thought they were called picklers, now- Pickleholics, you mean? No, they were picklers first. We did a show on it. You're a pickler. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. A pickler. Stand to be corrected. That was what we had started with. Pickler, yes. And I just ended the last segment saying, you know, the fastest growing sport in America. And now it's so fast, it's got its own disorder. (laughs) Right? 
It's like it started way back in the day when those three guys in, were in Washington couldn't. Do you know how the pickleball really started? Maybe you don't. No, I do. Okay. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, it was these three dads that were stuck with their kids and didn't know what to do. They looked around and they found some things to occupy the kids and let them play. One happened to be a ping pong paddle. The other happened to be a wiffle ball, like if you remember the baseball wiffle ball. And they had a badminton set, so they lowered the net, and then they just let them play. And that's how it originally started. So when did everyone hear, when did you hear of pickleball? Um, I believe my kids played it in middle school, but I really never paid much attention to it. So that must have been, I don't Within know. Within 10 years. Yeah, maybe 10 years ago. Okay, and for you, you didn't even get involved to her until- Till last year. Right, a year ago. Yeah. And but I, I knew about it a couple years prior. And I think a lot of people knew about it. Yeah. Everyone had heard about it. Right. And then in the last, what, couple of years, it's caught on to like, mm-hmm. ka-ching, yep. take off. So let's just say in the last five years, and they have a disorder. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> but it's like we talked about the pickaholic, right? Mm-hmm. In the earlier episodes, we talked about the pickler. Mm-hmm. Now we've gotten to, even in our little time of doing these five, six episodes, they're already, you have a disorder, a pickleball disorder. You are just that psycho <laughs> on pickleball. Like, that addicted. Yeah. It's, and, it's, it's, and, a, it's an obsession. It's beyond it lifestyle then. Yeah. I, I mean, today when I was playing in absolute pain. <laughs> right. I'm so, like. <laughs> oh, what's it called? What? A disorder. <laughs> I know what the disorder. What what is it called? POA or something like that? I don't know. Pickleball some syndrome. I mean, I think I'm taking it kind oh, of oh, as it a PAS? joke. There is some truth to it. I mean, no, what am I doing out real. there playing in pain? And but I had so much fun. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. And that's why guys do what they do. What's that? They have no problem being in pain if they're having so much fun. Ah, what are you talking about? I don't know. Oh my God. Have we brought it back to the no, we didn't. basement again? It's it's always in the basement. Yeah, with you. <laughs> it's, it's one step away from bad gutterness. Yeah, I know. Anyway, but I'm not much better, so. That is true. She's been she cleans up fine, but you know, if you just let her ramble, it's cha cha cha. Anyway, why would it be in the pickleball USA news? Because it's gotta be a reality. Well, I think that probably, I mean, it's not in the diagnostic manual or anything, but maybe one day it will be. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. It's like I had a girlfriend got addicted to diet Pepsi, just the connecting tissue. I mean, wake up a case later by 10 in the morning. What? Yeah. It's insane. Well, that has a lot of caffeine And then in she it. had, and she had to, uh, they finally took her to the hospital. They called it the disorder about this. It wasn't caffeine, it was sugar, but it was something really weird. That's how obsessed it was. In fact, the last monies that she had in her purse, she would scrape to go get a six-pack or one of those liter bottles of Diet Pepsi and just down it. I said, don't you like a cold? I don't care. Just give it to me now. And to me, that disorder of- I mean, To the point where she's sick and has to go to the hospital Exactly. So, but most disorders have that. What about this one? Could- <laughs> I mean, people get so weird about these things, and they're obsessed with it. Guys are obsessed with guitars in an emotional way. You'll sleep with your guitar. I slept with a guitar one time. I bought the ultimate guitar I ever wanted when I was a younger guy, and I just laid it next to me on the bed and just went, oh. I I can only imagine since you are completely surrounded by guitars. Yeah. (laughs) 
hanging on every wall. Yes, that's <laughs> how it goes. And and maybe we'll even or, get yeah. a little ditty out of you later. Maybe. Well, oh, we're in my studio trying like to that. do this, so. You're not thinking that they're going to go crazy doing something weird with any pickleball stuff, do you? Like paddles and pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I right. mean, it just lends to Next itself. subject, Tony. Right. That just lended to yeah. itself. But have you run into this beyond pickaholic uh, style of person? It is a lifestyle. Well, you know what? Just give me a couple more years. I'm sure I'll, I'll find them. Especially, you will. You'll yeah. have your own line of uh, outfits soon. Oh, that would be fun. Well, I can't wait to go to that new pickleball camp that's opening up. I want to get into like a, an RV. <laughs> See, this is the craziness this lady is. <laughs> I want to travel around the United States to all these pickleball camps. Do you know how much fun that would yes, be? Yes, and all you pickleball camp people out there that are putting these venues up. I mean, you know, what a great sponsor you guys would be for the best podcast doing the pickleball Oh yes, they would. They they would getting be getting down with yeah, the pickleball. Getting down with the pickleball. We're perfect for that. And oh, then like we'll I said, yeah. Let's tour it. Let's get <gasps> that would be so let's much. Do oh all the my venues god. Or the and then camps. we can even have people who really are into this podcast and into the sport. We can like tell them where we're going and they can join right. us and we can all play pickleball together. No. One big happy pickleball family. <laughs> no, first we're gonna get the, the interview and the live <laughs> podcast going. You know, because that's what they're gonna pay us to do. Yeah. If they're going to put us in an RV and cruise us around in the three weeks to all these little towns where pickleball stuff is happening and we're, you know, doing Well, Tony, I just can't wait till your pickleball music comes out. Ah. Uh, yes. That will be so much fun because we blast music on the court. I can only imagine, and you have such a great voice and you're, you are wonderful at playing the guitar and the bass and it would be so much fun to have you come up with some pickleball music. Pickleballness? Whatever. It would just, I think. I'm going to come up. Yeah. I have an idea for one. What? Pickleball girl. (laughs) Maybe I'll help you write the tunes for that. There you go. uh, That first. Anyway. (laughs) I I probably have the disorder myself. So, you know, I'm in denial. So let's just just move past this one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come back and wrap up here. But again. We got the terms, so stay tuned. More from the Dr. Don and her sidekick when we come back. Hey, and again, we're back here with uh, Getting Down with a Pickleball, our last uh, segment with Dr. Don. I'm Tony, and uh, it's my now favorite part of the show. I don't know why. These things just get me going. So... We're doing terms, and these are actual rules and terms that they use in this game. So usually we do a couple, but I think we might have covered one that I want to talk about, and then I'll get to the other two. But have we ever just done the one that's pickle? No. Ah. So if I say pickle, what am I doing? Well, I know what pickled is. You don't know what the term pickle. You've never, you've been on the court all this time, and you've never heard anyone say pickle. Nope. Ever. I think we talked about this, but I can't quite remember it. It was some other one. Pickle, pickle, pickle. No, you said this. I'm almost sure. No. Okay. What does it mean? And then I'll tell you. Okay. If it's right. The official explanation of why it's called pickle, there is an exclamation mark with it. Uh So it's not just saying pickle, like, oh, I'm going to go grab a pickle. Every time you serve, you say pickle. You do this. Warning shouted out by the server to alert all players Uh on the pickleball court. Uh 
that they are about to serve. We've done that one. Fuck. Yes. All right. Pickle, pickle, pickle. I remember saying that. Pickle, 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 yeah. pickle. Yeah. So here we're going to do uh, the couple that may be easier. No, one's not. I don't think one is. But you might actually know. Maybe there's some gossip to this. Maybe <laughs> there's some gender bending about it. Maybe there's something that relates to the whole show. And all it is is called stroke. Oh, Lord. <laughs> an actual term with an actual explanation. Okay. So. Just the word stroke, nothing with it? <laughs> not like I'm having. <laughs> not like stroke the paddle or stroke, <laughs> stroke the ball? Right. So that's what I'm saying. Just Stroke. Stroke. What could that mean? Well, maybe like a breast stroke. So <laughs> could it be throwing the ball a certain way? No. No. Hitting the ball a certain way. Maybe. Ah, I'm no. getting close. Kind of. Keep uh, going. Massaging the ball? Oh, that'd be so good right now. <laughs> Can you please get your head out of the gutter? <laughs> I said ball, not balls. Uh, <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, the actual definition for the word stroke is the swinging motion of striking the pickleball with the paddle. Like, for example, a forehand stroke or a backhand stroke or a ground stroke. So it's just basically how you're hitting and swinging. Well, as crazy as it is, there's so many sexual Well, Tony, you, you can pretty much make anything sexual. No, no. Well, I there's guess one stroke. In here, there's yeah. one here that's so simple. Slice. I can't make anything about that. That'd be, well, you could, but that's sick. Oh, bob it. Yeah. But <laughs> slice? Everyone okay. knows what a slice is. Yeah, you, you slice the ball. It. Yeah, you chop shot it. Okay. So, But this one. I don't know if it's my favorite, but as it ranks up there. Okay. This is so bad. Throw it at me. This is what we should have called our show. Oh, what is it? Ready? Uh-huh. Volley Llama. <laughs> a Volley Llama? Volley Llama. Okay. Is that killer? I have no idea what that means. All right. But if you were a, what do they call it? POA? I don't know. I don't remember. Give me the thing. You have it in front of you. Uh, oh, pickle pickleball derangement syndrome. <laughs> PDS. PDS. Yes. Okay. A PDS person would know this. What, what is it again? Well, just the term. Volley Lama. Maybe like Zen, like you're in the Zen zone. <laughs> it's called Zen. Oh. Zen just happens to be a local watering hole. <laughs> wow. Well, you just plug them. Zen. Okay, let's get back to the term. What the heck does it mean? The Volley Lama term is, it's a term referring to an illegal move, fault, where the pickleball player hits a volley shot in the non-volley zone. Oh, my God. Volley llama? Like what? what? The kitchen? The kitchen. Okay. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the true term again for volley llama. Motherfucking get drunk in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the volley llama. That's that thing anything. In the kitchen. Get, get drunk you get in drunk? the kitchen. Get drunk in the kitchen. Get, you get, get smoke in that place. <laughs> get Get to the zen of the world. <laughs> Instead of zen. Oh, I love when people don't know when they're getting made fun of, and then they turn around on you, and then they get joked on twice on the same thing. Ouch. Well, you know, why don't you just go back to the kitchen? Where and, I can volley llama? And bring llama. on your, your volley llama. I can llama. volley llama. Yeah. I can come here and volley llama all day, and it, no one would know. <laughs> I could be in the, in the llama volley llama area, and I would be fine. I could just imagine you on the pickleball court, and all of a sudden, you are... 
going into the kitchen, sitting cross-legged yeah. and praying. Just right. Please, no more tikka or masali here. And get your basmata masiti off of me. I cannot tandoori any chicken while I Bali Lama. Wow. That is crazy stuff. I mean, what are, how did you even come up with that? That's funny. But that has to just have been a joke term. That can't have been something. Well, aren't like half of these? I don't know. I think those I guys mean, were perverted. But <laughs> Bali Lama. See, that would have been a great show name. If you were a PDS, you'd, you'd yeah. be so obsessed with this thing, you'd know what a Bali Lama is. Maybe right. all hundred people in all of Pickleballdom no, would I, have known that. Well, we know what a POS is. A point of stroke. No, a point of just a point of piece of shit. That too. But I'm trying to stay within. The, oh, okay. you you get out of the gutter now. Piece of shit. Okay, thank you so much. Well, that's all the time we have, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you had a lovely time listening to us do our banter that she calls. I just call it a nice conversation. But we do have a good little fun time doing this. Hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. Can't wait to get to the next one. I'm sure Dr. Don is going to come up with some good psycho stuff we all need to know about. <laughs> and, and funny little antics that actually happens to her at her pickleball world over there. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, you guys have a good pickleball time in the world of pickleballness. 